Moreau Case File 6.8.18, Ambrosia Dubois. A colleague of mine, Irene Osborne, has referred several women to me for observation and evaluation. It seems they are helping her research, and the material could prove dangerous to their view of the world. She assured me that what they were doing was revolutionary, and the researchers would need all the clarity they could get in the days to come, but she wouldn't recommend them here lightly. These recordings will serve as a reference for both their decline in mental health and what I fear might be my own. Hello, Ambrosia. I'm Dr. Moreau, but you can call me Moira. Hello, Moira. Tell me what brings you here today. Well, during our last visit, I was looking for Irene, and uh, she had been missing for a couple of days, and upon figuring out where she was, uh, we stumbled across a couple of things that are a little out of the norm, and I think that I definitely need to seek some professional help in this aspect. I would not like to admit it out loud, but I haven't been able to sleep as well either after the incident, so I thought that maybe talking to someone of your background would help me to get over what's happening right now. You said it was out of the normal. Can you tell me what that means to you? Well, pretty much everything that I have seen up to this point has been completely thrown off his axis, as you will. I'm assuming it was a haunted house, but probably not. If Irene would tell you that she's a woman of science and she doesn't believe in ghosts, but... Well, Irene isn't here, so what do you believe? I think that there's something very supernatural afoot in... Well, was in that house. Saw a lot of things that I would rather not re recollect at all. And if anything, I would really hope that it was a dream when I'm pretty sure it was not. My other comrades during the time have seen other, have seen the same thing. Unless we had a mass hallucination altogether, then I, I'm not sure what I retained. A child that pretended to be a child when it turned out to be a monster, a decayed creature that I almost stumbled into and almost died upon <laughs> being in his space, and just correcting the correcting the issue with the house in the first place all based off of science of course according to irene it just seemed very fanciful not real and i am wondering if there's more out there than there really is in this plane of existence especially dealing with everything that has happened mm. i guess that's the best way to put not what i expected not real or anything like that. Well, determining what's real is a challenge for all of us. Have you ever experienced anything like this before? Yes, I have. Something similar. I wouldn't say as right in your face as this was, but back in London, uh, my mentor had pretty much died in his house, but it was under mysterious circumstances. No physical anything physical on his person that would show that he had died blunt force trauma or otherwise no like uh strokes or heart conditions even though he had a bad heart but it turns out that he just died and no one knew why if he had a bad heart it could have very well been that yes um but a lot of people thought it was a foul play just because uh item of his was stolen it was his 
book that he was doing research into. It was a book that he wasn't sure of the origin, who was the writer, uh, anything about it. And it turned out that it was not in his possession, even though he took it home the night before. I was able to reclaim his notes, his notebook, as well as all his other teachings that he taught me about uh, bookbinding. But like it, it threw me for a loop a little bit. But that's the closest to mysterious as I've gotten. Well, that does sound mysterious enough. Yeah. Is it possible that his writings are influencing you? Have you been studying it extensively before bed? Could that be why you're not sleeping well? I don't believe so. Like, I've been studying it on and off up until this point. I think the incident itself was what kind of drew me over the edge. If it's that's the case, possibly those two together might have thrown me off, I would say. But I don't think the book itself has done anything besides me missing my missing my mentor so what is keeping you up i'm thinking possibly nightmares um i know i've been hearing noises in my home i've been hearing chattering teeth it sounds like something similar to that noise wakes me up at random times always guaranteed to wake me up in general or when i'm alone and i am awake i do hear the sounds of chittering and uh it is bothersome i i'm thinking just because of what happened i'm thinking that there's sounds that aren't there but i think that would be the one that's keeping me up definitely but besides that possibly just nightmares that i don't remember i don't i'm not really one that remembers their dreams in the first place so it mm. could just be night terrors even though i've never had any but well, sudden night terrors after a traumatizing event would certainly, it could certainly be. Possibly. But I hope that it gets better. I'm not sure. I already told my friend that I would help her with these things, but let's see where the next adventure takes us in the first place. If, it, if the next one is coming up very soon or not, I do want to help her with her research. Why do you want to help her with her research? She's worked very hard to get where she is now and I think she's well renowned and she's on to something very big in the science community with these findings. I want her to succeed as any friend would want another friend to succeed. And she's always been there for me, so why not help a friend in need? They're enough to put your life and perhaps your sleeping schedule and sanity on the line. Up to a certain point, yes. I, I think that I can deal with it. We'll see. Let's just put it that way. I want to see where this goes. I mean, if it does put my life in peril or the people around us in peril, I think that I would probably put a hard stop to it or bring it up to Irene's, Irene's attention in general. But for now, I, I'm still in shock a little bit. But let's see what I can do to help my friend. I think you should keep a journal of every night that you can't sleep. Note the time what time you've woken up, what time you try to go to bed. Just keep track of things. Have you heard this chittering before? Is it something that you recognize? Yes, actually. Back at the house, we were um, investigating into Fine Irene in the first place. That creature that I told you about, the child's monster thing, it made that noise, that chittering noise. So that's probably why it's still stuck in my brain. It did throw me off a little bit. I just didn't think that that sound in particular would latch on to my psyche, but it was enough to rattle me even outside of the house. So it's enough, I guess. Brains are tricky things like that. 
they retain things that you don't expect them to. And sometimes it manifests in different ways. Mm -hmm. So I want you to start walking more during the day and see if you can't tire yourself out and read before bed, but don't read something overly terrifying. Not that I want to dictate what you (laughs) should be reading, but... If it's going to stimulate your brain in a way that's not going to get you to sleep, then it's not very helpful. All right. I'll I'll do what you say. I'll start walking. I'll tie myself out. I will log a journal uh, when I try to sleep and when I have not tried to sleep or whenever I've heard the noise, if at all. Before we end this session, has your husband heard the noise? I don't believe so, no. Hmm. It's just me. He thinks I'm weird for it, but, um... Well, I I would take this as a comforting sign. At least he's not hearing it. So the likelihood that it is your own brain doing it is high. So if that's the case, we can help retrain your brain. That is also a good sign indeed. I would have been more terrified if my husband did hear it. Because then that clearly is something afoot. Whether it's in our house itself or something related to what we went through at the house. Um, not sure if you believe in that sort of thing, but it was something that does stick with you when uh, you deal with it. So, especially chittering teeth. I try to keep an open mind, and hopefully we won't have to unpack this too much longer, and we can get you back on track. Thank you, Doctor. My initial session with Ambrosia Dubois is, at this point, inconclusive. It seems she has internalized some of the traumatic experience she went through while looking for Irene Osborne. It manifests as auditory hallucinations, recreations of something that managed to scar her psyche, something she feels she can't share with others, her husband included. It may take time, but I believe we can talk through the trauma and get her to a place where she can more openly confront her fears rather than locking them inside herself. However, If what she is experiencing is not merely an internalized shock, and the monsters are real in one capacity or another, there is little I can do beyond offer temporary comfort. She will eventually have to face her demons.